everybody, and welcome to ISO Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jan Zampov, Secret Stash, my name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me is the amazing, the mighty, the fantastic, Mike Zapsic, everybody, Mike Zapsic. Mike Zapsic, Demon Slayer. I want to add to my resume. <laughs> I think you there's already a demon slayer. We're going to find out all about that. We are, but I... I what I, demons I, have you slain? My own personal demons. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I've, and I've how did, held them at bay. And how did that go? It went really well, thank you. I'm sitting here. I'm on a TV show. I'm I, podcasting. Yeah. You know... How, how much better can life get? Right, let that be a lesson to your children out there listening. All you kids slay those later. freaking demons. And some of you adults out there as well. Slay, yeah, slay seriously, the especially you adults, you it'll, slack-jawed yokels. It'll, it'll all work out for you, just like Mike, just like it worked out for Mike Zapsick. <laughs> yeah, that's Ming Chen's guarantee. Hey, it'll, work all, it'll all work out. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Keep drinking. Keep well, doing unlike, unlike Marvel currently, Mike, we have a Fantastic Four here today. Yes, would we you, do. Would you like to introduce our guests here? I will. I'm going to go uh, ladies first. Okay, ladies Sorry, first. Sorry, David. Yep. Uh, my beautiful <laughs> wife, Julia Zapsik, is sitting in on the pod. Say Good hi. Good morning and hello. And right next to her is David Crownson, the uh, author of a very cool comic book, <laughs> a very cool concept, and we're learning a little bit about him. He's also, he, I mean, he's a triple threat. Yeah, multi-talented uh, writer. writer, actor, director, and we just found out that, uh, can we say it, that you auditioned, for, we, he auditioned for the part of Finn in uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, so get, uh, you're not that, like what's pull, up? Yes. pull that mic up. There you go. Okay. Get as yeah, close as you right. can. And you would have gotten All it right. except that John what pushed you over the railing yeah. and no, you he, hit your head and he, John John, John, John Boyega Boyega pushed me down the stairs. Everyone, no, no. he pushed me <laughs> and he did play fair. Did somebody come out of the shadows and whack you in the knee yes. with the baton? Yeah, like, Why me? Like, oh yeah, I was Why crying. Me? It was all over the news. Tanya Harding will do anything for three dollars now. What? You wouldn't whack someone? You wouldn't whack someone over the knee? To get a part in Star Wars, I would. Uh, totally, I mean, I would. I do it. <laughs> My God, I would do it for a lot less than that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> to oh. get a part of a sandwich, I think I'd whack someone over in the. Yeah. So. It's like we have free subs. It's yeah, like I gotta whack them. Are they from Subway? I'm in. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, David came on our radar. Uh, I met him a couple months ago, and he was like, "Hey, I have a comic out." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, all right." What is it? And he hands it to me, and the title says Harriet Tubman. Demon Slayer, Harriet Tubman. I'm like, all right, dude. I am, I am in. I am, I am yes. in right from the start. You had us right from the title, my friend. And, awesome, awesome. And what did I do? I think I, I think it took me all of thirty seconds to go grab a copy off of his stack and ask him for his autograph. Yeah, right, you did. You said sign this because right. you're going to be famous one day, and I want to put my kids through college. Exactly. No, no, no. You will not. You. you will not. You will not see that on eBay. I you. Not under her name, at any rate. <laughs> I was like, let's use a code name. Use yeah, a code name. Yeah. yeah, but with a name like that, how can't it? How can Harry it not Tubman be good? Demon Slayer? <laughs> so and now. And well, and we and we want to and we want to mention the artist too because I think that oh yeah, yeah from the Ellis. moment I picked Courtland it up yeah Ellis. exactly Cortland Ellis it. yeah he really did a oh, he, yeah, he marvelous it job and I mean so. when you get something like this when you get a, an Abraham Lincoln uh, vampire fighter uh, when you get a you know it's it's reminiscent of Buffy so oh yeah, and yeah we were talking about this and there is nothing in comics that is not derivative. I mean, anything from Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman down is you're borrowing. But yeah, of course. you're putting your spin on it, which oh, yeah. actually you had me from page one, actually page two, because mm-hmm. one was just a picture of a 
like it looked like the Amityville Horror House. I'm like, you know what? That's actually pretty freaking cool. And uh, yeah, you uh, you you roped us in, and now I want to see issue yes. two. Oh yes, right? it's coming out uh, in July. In July, uh, we're let me see. We're about seven days away from. We July, need like a so. countdown clock or yeah. something. But, oh, yeah. David, you want to talk a little bit about how the idea came to you and oh, yeah, yeah um, we'd love to. I was watching around. Buffy the Vampire. Yeah, Slayer. Slayer. Like, oh, story of Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, it was actually um, uh, like what I was saying before. I had three auditions back to back for like three big things, and name them. Orange is the New Black. Okay. Uh, Heard this, of that. The Steve McQueen TV show. Okay. That's untitled and like a, an independent movie called Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. <laughs> and, sure. uh, I was kind of under stress because it was like back to back to back. Lots of memorizing. Lots of coming in and performing. And then hearing no. Then being like, hey, you want to come back anyway? And I was like, okay, yeah, of course. And uh, I was a little bit a little bit stressed and i was talking to my mom she was in africa and she's like hey if you don't book any of these you should come to africa and just chill out walk the earth do some eat pray love she didn't say the eat pray love part but she was just like come to africa i'm like okay so i don't get the part now africa yes. for those of you who are <laughs> it's a, geographically it's a illiterate is a, is a big big continent big with lots of countries oh, yeah. and territories. You want to narrow it down yeah, I, I went a little to, bit? I went to Ghana, West Africa. Okay. All right. And was just hanging out there. Great. I think everyone should do it. By okay. The way. Just take some time off. Move to Africa. Move to Ghana, West Africa. Uh, is there a Ghana Comic Con? Because if there is, then we're there. They're, they're, they're pro- they, they might after Black Panther. <laughs> okay. okay. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, went to Ghana? Yeah, I went to Ghana. And Not just, to be... Um, Mistaken for uh, what was that? What was Jonestown? Jonestown in Guyana? Guyana, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we're not drinking. <laughs> you didn't, don't drink. No, no drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> Do not drink that Kool Aid. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, interesting. I, interesting. That's where my mind went. I'm really? sorry. I've it's, Guyana? Guyana, yeah, Guyana. Yeah. When you said Ghana, I'm like Guyana. No, right. how's that spelled? It's like G H I A N A. I think I don't know. Oh, th- that's how Ghana is spelled, actually. Um, oh, so Jim Jones is both. A, talk about derivative, Jim Jones. <laughs> hope you're burning in hell. But you didn't drink the Kool Aid, obviously, oh, no, since I, you're I, here I, sitting with us I did, today I talking drink about the your Kool-Aid. awesome comic. Yes, went there, was hanging out. It was great. It was awesome. And uh, one day I was just watching TV and like this. Um, yeah, they have TVs in Ghana. Everybody, <laughs> and I was watching TV and like this Harriet Tubman, uh, like documentary came on i was like watching it and then commercial break went and the commercials in africa are like ridiculously long they're like, like an infomercial like all the it, time yeah, it's like eight minutes wow like in between commercials so i was channel surfing and uh crouching tiger hidden dragon was on one channel i was like oh cool and like crouching tiger hidden dragon takes place like 17 1800s and like they were kind of like dressed in like similar garb to how they had harriet tubman and i was like wow like kind of harriet tubman that's kind of, they kind of look like Harriet Tubman a little bit. Like that, they look kind of cool. Like the, it was Michelle Yao and Zhang Zi. It's their fight scene. And I'm like, wow, that'd be kind of cool. Like, but I wasn't like, it didn't really register. Yeah. And then I flipped the channel again because it was another cha- it was another commercial. So I'm like, ah. So I, I channel surf and like, 
uh, what's it called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters came out. I was like, oh, I want to see this movie. They Hansel, had this in, Hansel, Hansel, Hansel and Gretel, and Gretel Witch, Witch Hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, didn't even know that. Even yeah, with guys. like uh, Jer- um, uh, Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner mm-hmm. is in it. Like Hawkeye's <gasps> in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did see that actually. Okay, yeah. all right. So basically, you're going with the Goranimals. Um, you know, the switch up of. Hey, I'm going to put together my story taking channel 36, yep. 42, <laughs> and 87. Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> like, let me take these pieces. But it, it wasn't like on my head. It wasn't on my right. radar. I was just like it percolated. It, it. it had to percolate. Oh, yeah. It was starting yeah. to percolate. And then I watched Hansel and Gretel and forgive me. I kind of forgot about everything else because I was so hyped to watch that. And there was no like eight minute commercial break, so I was like, "Cool." Not only that, but then you were so disappointed. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I was learning. like, "Oh, this wasn't as and the this wasn't as like great." Uh, also, I think it's kind of funny. It was on the foreign channel in Ghana, which <laughs> I, I think is hilarious. Like, well, I think one time they have like a foreign uh, movie theater, and this guy said, "Brother David, do you want to go to the foreign movie theater?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." Where are they playing? They're playing in a, a foreign movie called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. I'm like I'm like that's I'm like oh I forgot I mean I, like that's considered like four. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like look at Chris Evans he's so exotic looking and I'm like oh, okay. <laughs> it's all about perspective. Yeah, yeah it, it, it does remind you that it is about perspective. Oh yeah. Well, David and I were talking. I was saying, wow, so you're first generation because both of his parents are, are both of your parents from Ghana. Yeah, both parents yeah. from Ghana, West yeah. Africa. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm third. She's third. I mean, third you're and second, first. Right? Well, actually, no, my my sure? my mother's family goes all the way back to which is no big deal john and priscilla alden so they were huh. mayflower came over on the oh, mayflower wow. my mother's side right she married a south a self-proclaimed south philadelphia dago so he was first oh, wow. generation Racism. southern italian oh, so wow. no 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 i mean no no, no. he didn't i mean Listen, when he, he was born in 1920, so he remembers. I mean, his experience and her experience were, like, totally different. So it was uh-huh. an interesting upbringing. She was, like, from a very small, rural, lily-white, waspy town. Her dad was the big man, ran the place that employed everybody in Just Virginia. Just remember that, Virginia. He, <laughs> was, he grew up during the Depression uh-huh. in the slums oh, of South Philly. His father uh-huh. died of TB, and in the Italian community then, that was considered, like – you know, you were cursed. So literally, people would cross the street from him and his Vampires family got more respect and throw salt oh over God. their shoulder to avoid the mm-hmm. curse, you know, to avoid the curse. And he remembers, you know, the back in the day, like the signs, Italians need not apply. Like he was thrown out of job interviews for being Italian, Irish, the same way. Oh, my way. goodness. So he had, you know, and, and when he married my mom, he... They talk about the story about when he went to this small town and how, like, the townspeople literally wouldn't come out of their doors because the mafia was in town. Oh you know, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, oh it's funny. Goodness. We think we're, you know, it's like you have all these conversations. You're very far removed, but people are, right? People are people. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and not so long ago, but anyway. So first generation on one side, and like you know, all the way back to when the first invaders came over on the other side. Yeah, there you oh go. So, first, yeah, yeah. first invaders, totally like the Italians. So, okay, so yeah, you're back Italians. with your mom and your uh-huh. stepdad, you said? Yeah, yeah, You're in Ghana. You're watching Captain America, foreign film, exotic Chris Evans. Yes. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, wielding his shield. Oh, yeah. I, I watched Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters after that, and it's, uh, I was – I respect all filmmakers and storytellers, but <laughs> I will say I was uh, 
a little bit let down by such the movie. such a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit let down by the movie and kind of disappointed because I'm like, oh, that's such a cool concept. Like, that's so, like they could have done so much, so many more cooler, epic, more interesting mm. things, and like you can really go deep and say something deep about, but still have fun. Yeah. You know, Josh Whedon's proven you can be deep but still be interesting and fun. You mean like Van Helsing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that movie sucked. Yeah, that movie did suck. <laughs> I love Hugh Jackman. I'm a sorry, Hugh sorry, Jackman Hugh. Did you just call him Hugh? All right, Hugh, hey, Hugh, Hugh. I don't know him that well, but all right, <laughs> David, I will take you. Whatever. So because he's tall, he's very tall. All right, he's really? tall. He is really tall. Hmm. Like so that that night, did you put pen to paper? And just oh, start like, writing immediately. I, I was, um, I think I was just talking to a friend back home, a friend of mine who actually ended up booking the Steve McQueen thing. Oh, <laughs> um, and we were just talking. He's like, "Yo, how's Africa, man?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just watching TV." He's like, "They have TV." I'm, I'm like, "Yes, they have TV." <laughs> and uh, I was like, like That's "So cool." Guess what I got? Yeah, uh, the part that you tried out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, basically, and I was, I was like happy for him. We're still friends. Yeah, shout out to for now. Bjorn Dupatty. He's a great for actor. Now, <laughs> good job. Good job, Bjorn. Um, and he, what's it called? I was, I kept like a, I kept a journal or whatever about my time in Africa, and I was like journaling about what I was doing for the day. Sure. And I just was like, Hans and Gretel, Witch Hunter, Crash Like a Hidden Dragon, awesome stuff with like two women kicking ass and fighting the swords, Harriet Tubman. And then I just kind of like was looking at it, hmm. and those three things like popped out. And then I was like, Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. And I was like, oh, wait. Bing. And I just like, I wrote it down and just kind of like circled it. And I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> I thought that'd be like a really cool like something. I didn't know I didn't know if I was going to do it as a comic book yet. I just thought yeah. it was a cool concept. Meanwhile, Harriet Tubman in the in the other world mm-hmm. is like, wait, wake up, David. That's oh, yeah. awesome. You got to do that. <laughs> do Put it. me in do a comic s- book. Do something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I kind of like uh, f- forgot about it for a second, and like a few months later, uh, I was having like uh, there was like a family thing. I was having like a thing with my family, and uh, there great now but uh i think um i got i was like it kept it was in my head i remember i talked to my friends about it i said oh that's cool you should do something with it mm-hmm. and um i went to this website where you can make your own font and i made like a font not the one that's in the comic book right now but like it was like a, a transformers-esque type of font i was like that looks really cool um, not for Harriet Tubman, of course, because oh, yeah. she's not a Harriet Tubman transformer. No, oh, yeah. no, it doesn't like, really no, work. No, no. Like, this isn't going to work. Next book. <laughs> that, that, Harriet the, Tubman Gobot. That's the next book. <laughs> Harriet Tubman turns into like an SUV. <laughs> but no, she uh, would have to be like what a, one of those uh, Gobots are the three wheeled. They, they were like the, they're like Kmart the transformers. Kmart, yeah, yeah, Kmart transformers. Now go for transformers. Why not? Yeah, like, let them sue you. It's like a they, they have enough money. They only just do. Me. <laughs> they're gonna make it. They're gonna make a billion dollars today. But um, uh, so yeah, I I had the concept in my head, and I kind of wrote the the whole entire like twelve issue arc. And I found Cortland randomly on like Facebook because I'm friends with, like a bunch of comp. Your artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm friends with like a bunch of comic book artists because uh, before I was actually going to do a Miles Morales animated like fan film, uh, like f- for fun, like a, like an animation thing. Yeah. And uh, I was talking with Moy Animation to to do it, and then they they do Young Justice, and I was like really excited about doing it. Wait a minute, Moy is in Jeffrey Moy and oh no, they're they're this uh, Korean based animation okay. company, okay, and they do Young Justice and they do all the DC. Um, they do all like the DC animated really? movies. So I was like, was they really, do a nice job. Oh yeah, they they kill it. And then around that time, Marvel and Disney reached Marvel and Sony reached their agreement, and uh, you know now Marvel partly owns uh, or they share Spider Man. And I got the most the nicest cease and desist letter you've ever oh, heard in your life. <laughs> it's like. We respect everyone's <laughs> ability to do stuff like this, but keep your freaking hands off our property. Yeah, don't oh, yeah. do it. But like, a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. It's like we will send the Avengers and the Mickey Mouse Club to right, kill don't you. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do what? it for, for, for what, though? I'm, for I'm films. Not... Yeah, yeah. Cause it, oh, okay. Yeah, you got it. Miles, got it. Miles yeah. Morales, who is the ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He, he took over for Peter Parker when they destroyed okay. the... Yeah, Because, jo- um, not Joss Whedon, but uh, Jeff Loeb. Whenever he runs out of ideas, he just destroys stuff. He's like, hey, you know what would be really cool? Let's turn the Earth on its axis. Why not? That's, and that's what he did with the Ultimate Universe. Turn the, um, so Jeff, Jeff Loeb destroyed the entire Ultimate Universe. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they killed Daredevil. They killed, they killed Spider-Man for like a second. <laughs> and then they, they brought him back and they killed him again. They had the blob eat the wasp. Like he, he, was, he actually yep. shoot her <laughs> up and... And then uh, Giant Man was really pissed about that because he loved the wasp, so he bit off the blob's head. So yeah, there was it drama. This, it was wow. not it's a lot of drama. You, you want to call that drama, man? Yeah, it's a lot of drama. Holy there. crap, that's not drama. That's just gratuitous. Uh, I mean, yeah. he might. Yeah, like I love Jeff Loeb. Like Jeff Loeb's one of my favorite Batman writers. He was one of mine too. Uh, like like and Hush. I love <laughs> Superman, Batman. That mm-hmm. I think that that series was great. Him and oh, Ed yeah. McGinnis. And oh yeah, Michael Turner. Like Public Enemies. Carlos Pacheco. Yeah, so good. Yeah. To back it up a little bit. Get back uh-huh. to Ms. Tubman. Um, is this your first comic? Yeah, it's my your first, first comic. Is your first, okay, so yeah, I'm just trying and, to kind of get myself set because oh, yeah. like, you're doing so, so many things. So um, I wasn't sure what, what I was going to do it as. I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, I went back to thinking about doing it as like, like maybe like a, a film. But I'm like, oh, that's that's a, that's a lot of money. That, that that's gonna it's gonna cost me a lot to do that. Except keep listening. <laughs> so it's a period piece. Yes. 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 And like uh, to get actors, get cameras, all that stuff would would have cost a lot. Um, so my favorite, what my favorite writer in comics at the moment is Brian Michael Bendis. And he was teaching like an author. Never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Brian Michael Bendis writes Ultimate Spider-Man. Writes everything. Every, literally everything. (laughs) Anything that Nick Spencer and uh, Dan Slott isn't writing, or Jonathan Hickman, then it's Brian Michael Bendis. I think Marvel only has four writers. Just like they only had one writer with Stan Lee. Uh, Okay, he like was writing like eight comics comics at the same time he was writing like two different x-men comics and like three different avengers comics and like one of the best daredevil runs that you might have seen created jessica jones yeah created jessica jones who's like my favorite uh marvel character like yeah. next, next 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 to like spider-man but she's like my favorite oh absolutely um, she's yeah she's interesting oh yeah like even just because we've never seen a superhero be like a victim before and then how she deals with it and how she gets over it. And it's beautifully written too. Mm. 
But uh, yeah, he was like teaching like an online class about how to like break into comics. Then he wrote a book um, called uh, I think it's called Words for Pictures, and I just I bought that. <clears throat> And, like, read it within a day. And, like, it teaches you how to, like, write for script for comics. And uh, since I've written screenplays before, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not much of a uh, a stretch from writing screenplays. Except you have to be very specific right. when you when you do comics. Yeah, books. a little more descriptive, too. Super descriptive. But, like, not over-descriptive because you have to remember that someone else is going to draw right. what you're writing. Um, and... Uh, it just has to be in the ballpark and just be very specific. Right. It can't be like overly because then they'll, they'll be too bogged down. It can't be too little because it won't leave enough for the imagination. So he has like a, like a whole chapter on how to, if you're um, drawing, like if someone's pointing, you have to write the intention of why they're pointing. Right. Are, are they like, are they serious about it? Yeah. Um, is it half-hearted? Is yeah. it, you know, what direction is, is he, he or she pointing in? Is right. he pointing with intent, like, I am angry at you? Right. Get or off is my like, pl- I want you. It's, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I want like, you to join the Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's super-duper specific, and Reddit loved it, and, you know, started um, writing the script, found Cortland. I was actually talking to a different artist, uh, Nicholas Draper-Ivy. was talking to him, but he got really busy. I found Cortland. I said, hey, Cortland, I have this idea for a comic book. Um, but the co- I even have the cover concept. It should be Harriet Tubman. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, it should be Harriet Tubman, but she should have katanas, and she they should be like crossing. And uh, it should be Harriet Tubman looking at us, and within the reflection of those katanas, there should be um, a bunch of like demons, witches, ghouls, all that other stuff. What do you think? And he's like, okay, cool, I'll do it. Uh, here's my rate for covers. Right. <laughs> I'll have it done in two weeks. I'm like, cool. So we did that, and he, you know, sent me like what's now the cover of issue one. And I'm like, oh, that looks so amazing. I hope you don't mind. I posted it on Twitter. That, that's perfectly right, fine. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, like he uh, he did that, and I waited like a few weeks to like put it on like social media, mm-hmm. and I think I put it on social media. Uh, I was like, all right. I was kind of bored, so I put it on Facebook, <laughs> and. Um, I had to drive my mom. She had to go to physical therapy. So I drove my mom to physical therapy and I turned my phone off to save battery. This was like last summer. And uh, I'm driving my mom around. I get back home and turn my phone on. And I had a bunch of new notifications. Like my whole entire, like, there was like a bunch of red dots everywhere. Yeah, you blew up. <laughs> like, you blew up. I'm like, you blew oh, up. No. And I got nervous because, like, me and my guy friends, we, we play jokes. We used to play jokes on each other where we hack each other's, oh, like, geez. Facebook and we'll, like, put awful, terrible things. So I'm like, oh no. Who hacked my Facebook? <laughs> I'm like, you guys, you guys are idiots. This is a terrible time to do it. I just released my comic book and came out with my comic book. What are you doing? And then uh, it turned out it was all for the comic. And it was people just saying like, hey, can I share this? Can I put it on Instagram? And it kind of like was trending for uh, like a couple of days. And awesome. uh, like you could look at Harriet Tubman, like that came up first. And I was like, cool. So like I wrote the script for issue one and outlined the next 13 issues and was trying to figure out um, what's it called, what to do, and was talking to different uh, publishing companies, but no one was biting. So I'm like, all right, I'll self, I'll self-publish. That's what you do these days. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, I think 
like like it was like after the like election or whatever i'm like all right i'm gonna do it <laughs> because a, a lot of my like awesome boss lady friends were like we need to see a woman kicking ass right now you mm. need to do this comic book right now i'm like oh well, wonder woman's gonna come out in june <laughs> I'm like no no do it right now i'm like all right all right cool cool i'll, I'll do it i'll do it all right the problem yeah. is you need money Oh yeah, I need I need money because like it, it costs a lot to pay artists. It costs a lot to you know do the copyright for it. It costs a lot to um, to, to print. <laughs> so I, I did a Kickstarter, and I think we we're the first. We broke a record. We're the first Kickstarter during like a holiday season, like Christmas, because that's a terrible time to do a kickstarter it's like one of the worst times they always say wait till the summer to do a kickstarter never do it like toward like november through december no so you set a record because i know Mm -hmm. because after i met you Mm -hmm. and i saw the comic like i said the first thing i did i'm like i don't know who this guy is i haven't read the comic first time i met you i'm like sign this because i could tell just by looking at the cover and 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 thinking about the concept that it was going to be cool as hell then i got on and did some research and you like you like blew past two of your goals right pretty quickly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, for fundraising it was for for like uh yeah it was for fifteen thousand. and originally we were just going to do like the first issue and i would spend the rest of the money just on like on marketing and like different prizes and stuff um but yeah we raised about like 20 something Nice. Uh, Twenty one thousand yeah, dollars within nice. like we, we reached it actually like two weeks before the actual goal. We hit the fifteen thousand dollar goal like two weeks before like the end of it. So we just kept on like raising more money. So yeah, yeah, and that was that. And since then, I, I kind of told the audience to stay tuned because you were saying that your first instinct, since you're an actor and a screenwriter, was maybe to make a film, and then you kind of said nah maybe we'll go the comic book route but you've had some interest in, oh, the, yeah. in the property right yeah so yeah. it may actually end up on the screen anyway yeah yeah during during the kickstarter the first person to like reach out to me uh i think it was mona scott young who's like the creator of um like the real housewives of atlanta <laughs> and like for love and hip-hop and she was really interested and i was like oh god that's interesting i'll, I'll take like i'll talk to you and she said um do it as a TV show. Don't do it as a movie. Do it as a TV show. And I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. I will, I will take that advice. And she was ridiculously smart, even though like I, I don't usually watch um, her content, but she was ridiculously intelligent and ridiculously um, articulate and specific. And I was like, wow, what is this? But uh, yeah, I think I got. Again, whenever I get bored, I do crazy stuff. Um, I, I said, I think I posted on like Facebook the other week. I said, "Hey, if Harrington was a TV show on Netflix, like, would you all watch it? Yeah. Would you tune in to it? Yeah, and you if know? she killed demons, even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, if my comic book was a TV show on Netflix, would you watch it? And then like got like uh, six hundred reactions, and I took a screenshot. I'm like, I'm like, thank you, everyone. Took Are you screen- kidding me? <laughs> Harry Tubman was badass before she was a demon. Slayer. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, she was. This is a woman who's had a storied life. Oh, and yeah. then add demon slaying to it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what if Harry Tubman, like fought a werewolf one day? Like, what if she knew, like, martial arts, you know? And I think I got, like, um, lots of hate in the beginning. Just, just like, a little bit of hate. Like, some because... people. They were like, how dare you do this to Harriet Tubman? How dare you? They saw had a layer slamming her yeah. oh, man. by turning oh, yeah. her into. Oh yeah, Pe- people thought that like I was huh. um, smirching. 
That's the word, besmirching. And you know what? You know what I have to say to those people? What? I I can't say it here. (laughs) We're a family friendly show. No, I'm I'm curious to know like where they were coming from. Like, like I think they thought that like oh well, her her real story is better than any comic book that you'll right that she was a hero already. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to to look down or or lower or or poo poo her real life. I'm actually I haven't really changed much about what her actual story is mm-hmm. um all i did i did i've done everything i've done research i've read three different books about her and i'm still doing research now like for me this was kind of like doing like a biography movie mm. with a minor twist <laughs> exactly. did you ever read any of the uh ann rice books uh, i i was reading one for oh, i forget which one i was reading Yes, yes. If you ever read Interview with a Vampire, Vampire Lestat, any of those books, I mean, they talk about slavery back then and how the, you know, they were very superstitious because they came over and here you are in this new land and, you know, it's, it's friggin' frightening. You know, you've, you're displaced and thrown into these chaotic situations mm-hmm. and of course you're going to have these superstitions like if someone goes missing it was a demon that got him or mm-hmm. it was a vampire or whatever yeah and i mean those stories are rampant not only through you know her books but in history too oh yeah so people I mean, in general i think are pretty mm-hmm. superstitious and oh, people yeah. in He's general are just yeah. jackasses for like throwing hate your way you know what well, screw that noise but, but to the detractors who are afraid that her her, tr- you know, her, 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 her heroism, be- like her legacy of heroism in in quote unquote real life, might mm-hmm. be overshadowed by you <laughs> kind of putting her in, you know, putting her in the comic book realm. Are you going to refer back though to? Are you? I mean, I'm kind of. It's a leading question. I'm assuming the answer is yes. So you're going to refer back though to her real life. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, what she accomplished in quote unquote real life, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I would think. There's yeah. a- should I say this? It's a spoiler. But, but like, ah, oh, you can you can figure it out if you've read, um, like, her, in Harriet Tubman's biography. Like, the reason why she was she was, she was inspired to uh, lead slaves to freedom. She got like knocked over the head uh, by this uh, slave master who was actually throwing a metal plate at another slave. But Harriet got in the way and was walking by and got knocked out. And she was in a deep coma. And in her coma, she like was experiencing visions. And uh, this angel in her one of her visions appeared and said, like, you know, you're going to lead slaves to freedom and like had this prophecy. And like, (laughs) I will not confirm nor deny, but like, yeah, what if that angel said, like, you're the chosen one to fight, you know, which is in vampire. Yeah, just a little bit of a twist. Yeah, just a a little bit of that. And like, and she claims that angel gave her the strength to. Um, to lead slaves to freedom because she wasn't the healthiest person in the world at the time. I think she uh, had narcolepsy and she was still like really sick and would kind of get tired and almost fall asleep wow. while leading slaves to freedom, but still had like the strength to do that. I'm like, hey, what if, what if like he gave her like the strength? What if that strength was, you know, martial arts? Super strength. <laughs> yeah. Right. Super you know, ninja strength. skills. Um... And like, like ninja skills. And she becomes, you know, a super soldier in, in a way. So. And, and, and the one thing I would say to the critics, because, man, it makes me, yeah, because I love this. I love this. I love this. Screw yourself. Prop. No, no, no. But you know what? Listen, I mean, I, I mean, and I have not, I, I mean, I've, Look, working full time, two kids. I, I, you know, I sort of like checked out of the, you know, book reading, being involved mm-hmm. in actual other life. 
But I'm sitting here thinking, damn, I don't know that I ever – I mean, I obviously know who she is. I know the general scope of you know what she was able to accomplish. But I don't mm-hmm. know any of the details. I never read her biography. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, damn, I need to go back and do that. So if your work inspires people like me or anyone who reads it to be like, oh, you know what? She seems cool as hell. I, I want to go back and read her biography, yeah. Yeah, autobiography. I want to read about who she was when she really walked the earth. I mean, isn't that an awesome thing? Yeah. Like, what like you're the- opening doors for people to become really curious and motivated to do some more, you know, to, to, to dig deeper into her life. Yeah. Like the coolest thing that happened, uh, I think I posted it on one of these uh, um on one of these like forums and like some people were like saying like this is disrespectful this is awful this uh, this makes me angry and this one like 16 year old kid just said like yo uh this looks like a dope ass concept and, <laughs> and this uh this uh has inspired me to go back and read more about harriet tubman all of y'all whack for saying terrible things Bam, done yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. Needed. yeah mic drop Get the hell out of here! Yeah, uh, yeah I, I was like, I was like, wow! I, I was like, I'm like, thank you, L- Leroy Jenkins from uh, <laughs> Leroy from, Jenkins. From, from from Austin, Texas. Thank you. That's cool. <laughs> so like, so that inspired me that like you know teenagers are getting interested in reading like history, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're also getting passionate about it as well, and like they're you know as you read the book you'll see like oh like this is this really happened in her life uh but there's werewolves involved or and more like easter eggs back to her real life and it's going to cool. keep exploring that as you know we move forward but that's yeah. awesome that yeah, is fantastic. it makes it fun and we, we just, they've done it before they've lincoln i didn't hear anyone oh, else yeah. i didn't hear anyone crying about that when they oh, you yeah. know when he was he was hunting vampires. Yeah, so. no one said anything about that. Well, the, crit- the critics said, you know, screw you to the movie, too. They're like, movie, yeah, the but the, yeah, yeah, but the... Oh, the book is the book, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard, oh. like, the book is... Um, uh, I, I, you I, heard I, the book is good? You haven't read the book? We got a copy here. We'll I, was, we'll I, was I was afraid to read the book at first because I thought, like, it would be... Um, when I was when I when I was writing it, mm. I, I didn't want it to look like oh I'm taking this away or taking that away. And uh, the only thing negative that I heard was like oh the movie wasn't as great as the book. No, the movie sucked. Like, but hey, what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, but yeah. So um, now you, I still I still have I have the book. I have bought it. It is in okay. my room. <laughs> it's propping up the uh, one end of the couch. All right, that's cool. Yeah, guys, I'm, just... I'm gonna have to beg off. I've got a meeting. I've got to get to. Uh, so, but right. I know when Michael said. You, you were coming in. I had to come in and sit in. Yeah, so she did. Thank you. Like this. So I'm going to let you guys take it from here. Don't bend my copy of Harriet Tubman Dean's I told you. I, I have it, a whole bunch in my car. <laughs> sign that. Yeah, hands off, Mike. You, hands off, got, Mike. That, right. that has a story to me. So hands thank off. you for Good being to see you here. Again. I'm sure I'll see you again. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Julia Zapsik. Mrs. Actually, Mrs. Hands off. <laughs> Yeah, just um, just a quick note. I was down at uh, Awesome Con in DC this weekend. Uh, talked to a fan of yours down there, unsolicited. I didn't even know you were coming in until a couple of days ago. So uh, <laughs> I never tell him shit. Just um, unsolicited. He, nope. he was uh, he brought your he brought your your name up and the title and oh, the, nice. the book. He's like, wait, it's like I know that guy. I met that guy. Yeah, just um, the word is spreading is what I'm getting at. So yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, like uh, it makes uh, Joey Vasquez who's doing issue two. He's worked for. Mar- Marvel, okay. and he, I think he did like a few covers for Superior Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. Oh, nice. Um, All right, cool. And he, he actually, uh, the, the last uh, 
the cover that's kind of like a callback to like this new Avengers mm-hmm. uh, issue where it's Elektra fighting like the Red Hoods. Right. But, but uh, we did our own like um, callback to that because we're we're comic fans and we're inspired by it. Uh, yeah, he, you're he, kidding. He, it's an homage or a pastiche, yeah, yeah, if a, you it's will. A, it's an it's homage. It's never something that's uh, you know what? Like yeah. I said, ever, like I said at the top of mm-hmm. the the show. Everything's derivative. It doesn't matter what it is. Batman mm-hmm. is der- even Batman is derivative of the shadow and yeah. the black bat and exactly. the spider. So exactly. there's nothing original in this world. Exactly. And and uh, yeah, if you turn to the last page yeah, of Harry Tubman, that is issue one. Awesome. Uh, you and can see doing, the Joey Vasquez art back yeah. there. He's doing issue two, uh, and he's he told me he I think he was at one of the cons and he. Uh, was talking to some of his like bosses at Marvel, and they said, "Yeah, like they've heard of it." And I was like, "Oh my god, that's nice. great!" Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like they know what it is. So I'm like, I'm and now our that. tens of listeners will have heard of it as well. Yes. yes. So with all that in mind, how do we get this? How does? Yes. Uh, how do we get this? Right Pimp now. yourself out. <laughs> yes. Right now, it's on. It's on Comicsology. Uh, right now, you can read it digitally. Okay. How um, can they? How can someone who's listening to this get a physical copy? get a physical copy uh, right now you can either message me i'll, I'll mail it okay. to you uh mailing is like five dollars cool if you just let paypal us, it to me let us buy some from you and i'll put them in yes the store. yes oh, so you'll uh, be you can tell people yeah you kidding yes it, it'll be here at Jane. secret stash yeah. jay and silent bob's secret stash i'm gonna buy 10 off you so. how, how do awesome. we me- how do we message you I can Where do we find reach you? out to me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter at uh, D Crownson. And uh, yeah, D Crownson for Twitter and for Instagram as well. Uh, David Crownson on Facebook. Uh, if you need any copies, feel free to message me. Okay, and we'll uh, we'll we'll have physical copies here at the store too. Uh, you can always call. Just ask for Mike. Yeah, just ask he'll, for he'll, me. Don't he'll ask get one out because he, <laughs> he has no idea what comic books are. <laughs> He'll get one out for you. So what's the future? Uh, how do we get issue two? Are you kickstarting that as well? Is it uh, in the works? Issue two, right now, I was in talks with different publishers. I was in talks with uh, different publishers. Okay, yeah, now that you have like talk a... like this. It's now that you have like a... Like smiling. <laughs> now that you have a physical copy, yeah, you have a calling card now. You have something yes. physical to show people. Yeah, I was, I'm talking to Dark Horse. I really wanted it to be a Dark Horse... Um, talking with Top Cow Comics okay, and uh, seems... Golden Bell Comics okay. as well. Best of um, luck with that. Thank you. Thank wow, you. Wow, I'm, uh, I'm and, impressed. Uh, yeah, so we're going to just see what happens. Um, also, we're going to do uh, another – oh, I, I didn't finish the, this part of the story. Um, I got bored and just like took picture of – I took a screenshot of the 600 reactions we got on Facebook and I posted it on Twitter and I, you know, tweeted it to Netflix. I'm like, hey, Netflix, look at all these reactions. <laughs> yes. Here's my comic right. book. And I tagged a few different filmmakers I wanted involved. And one of the filmmakers got back to me named Matthew Cherry. And I was like, oh, cool. And he said, hey, like, take that tweet down. And I'm like, what? Why? He says, I've been following your progress for months. I've been wanting to turn your comic book into something. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, because it looks like you're being jokey about it and i want people to take it seriously i'm like okay so uh matthew said okay i think we should do a kickstarter we should shoot um issue one and do it as like a pilot presentation oh cool okay and i think he says i think i can talk to like my friends because he's friends with like little people like ben stiller and 
um, Jordan Peele. Who? No one that you've ever heard of. No one you've Who? ever heard of. And he's like, I think we can raise some money on Kickstarter. And we were, uh, I was like, yes. I'm like, yes, go ahead. Do all of that. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be like launching a Kickstarter to shoot the, the pilot presentation. Wow. All right. And Very like, cool. Just pitch it out to different people. And uh, we want, um, Uzu Aduba, who plays like Crazy Eyes and Orange is the New Black. Okay, yes. We want her to be Harriet Tubman. Oh, okay. Um, so we're like in talks with her and her people to get wow, her involved. Wow, all right. And uh, that's what's happening. It's either going to be the, a TV show or a movie, whatever comes first. Yeah. That's what's currently happening. And issue two is coming out. Uh, you said July. July. Okay. But, but um, we might release it with a publisher. I'm talking with like three different publishers yeah, okay. right now. That's the ideal scenario. Oh yeah, because it, it it's, they got budget. They they they, they, have, they can bring <laughs> they <get> infrastructure. <laughs> they can bring they can bring money and marketing right. to it. Unfortunately, yeah. now I have to segue off. Segue. Now we are because uh, this is the uh, weekly comics report. New comics, man. Right. What do you got? Pick a, pick a couple off that mighty gonna, stack. Actually, there. it's not a mighty stack. Please. I picked four this week. Shirtless bear fighter. Shirtless bear fighter, bear fighter man. <laughs> uh, ex- explain. Shirtless bear fighter. Okay. Is everything you want in a comic book? You've All got right. bears. You've got shirtless men fighting bears. All right, this is Mike's dream comic. <laughs> you've got, <right> here. <laughs> you've got um, the bear plane. They've got a bear plane for God's sake. It's sins. covered in fur. Oh my God! <laughs> this is if you. Uh, I mean, who published right this? This is Image Comics. This is it it's Image by, Okay. Oh my God! This oh my is goodness. amazing. Jody Lay, uh, Layup, Sebastian Gurner. And Nil Vendrill. I mean, you got me with the title. I mean, it had to have jumped off. You were looking in the previous catalog. Like, we're getting, God. Uh, yeah, we did. We're and getting 100 copies of this. We're sold out. How many did you, did you order? We got like 12. We're sold out. Wow, all right. So, That's, I mean, this is... Uh, hopefully, it's going back to print. Did it live up to the title, though? I mean, some... Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not really difficult to live up to the okay. title. Shirtless. It's um, the amazing Shirtless Bear Fighter. It should have been called. Okay. Because this is an amazing book. It is... <laughs> it, it, it doesn't take itself seriously. All right. But it, yet it does. And it's got a mixture of action, uh, comedy, okay. and just shirtlessness. Okay. All right, and I mean, here's the come on for the next issue. Next issue is Enter the Hillbilly Warlock. Oh, all right. Now, done. Sold. Now, honest to God, sold. I had no idea that Brian Maxwell had a comic book coming out yeah, about did, himself. But, yeah. but there you are, the Hillbilly what, Warlock. What's he, the Warlock of weed? Like, what's your yeah. Warlock of? <laughs> That's right, Dude, boys. Our, our friend Brian Maxwell. Uh, he's uh, he, we joke. He's considered in some circles a hillbilly. And yeah, he smokes but, a lot of uh, in some circles, uh, meaning all circles. <laughs> so, what what do you got? Uh, what do you have under that? Do you have Batman twenty five. I do have Batman. Number Batman twenty five. This is the kickoff to the it's war a, of jokes and riddles. It's a pretty damn good oh, issue. Wow. Uh, uh, this li- is little possible team team up uh, between the Riddler and the Joker. You think is to, it a team up? I don't know. Well, you have to that. You have to read to find yeah, that out. Yeah, you do. But it's very, the war very, of jokes and riddles. Very, very well written. This um, is well, narrated by uh, by from Batman's perspective, but with a lot of with with all everything you love about the Riddler and and uh, Edward and some Nygma, things you don't, and a lot of things you don't. And uh, if you put those two together, terrorizing Gotham City, uh, things it's pretty badass. Things, uh, things fires are lit. 
Bombs wow. are exploded. Oh, man. Riddles are riddled. Now, oh, Tom you, King has been knocking it out of the park with Batman. Yes, he yeah, has. for sure. Um, I mean, Lord. I didn't think anyone could come on and do as good a job as Scott Snyder. Right. Um, I'm, and I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. I like this a little bit better than Scott Snyder's run, mainly because uh, he's writing it from this. I, I don't have words. Uh, <laughs> I, he's writing it from like a fresh perspective. Yeah, like. Almost as if Batman is relearning his craft and he's taking yeah. us along for the ride. Uh-huh. Scott Snyder had uh, Batman fully formed, if yeah. you know what I mean. He he came out of the the gate. You know, um, he was not one of those people who uh, he, actually Batman was one of the very few characters that was not uh, truly affected by the New Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah, it was Batman, Flash, and Green Lantern. Actually, no. I shouldn't even say Flash. It's so weird because Flash, who was, you know, uh, arguably the most seminal character in Flashpoint, which kicked off the New Fifty Two, was affected um, most drastically, which you would think wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's what happened. I yeah, this is a good uh, good team up, or or not. Or not a team-up, whatever you want to call it. Two of Batman's greatest villains. I think the key is when it's the war of jokes and riddles, you you get the the sense that they're uh, at odds. They're at odds, but with the same result. They want the same result. They do, but here's the thing. um, Joker wants Batman dead. But if Batman's dead, then he has no real reason to keep going. So it's like an eternal struggle. The Riddler wants to outwit the Batman, but to do that, he has to kill him. Right. Yeah. So, again, uh, it Batman it, gives these two villains meaning. It, it's a yeah. weird love triangle. It is. It's, it's a oh, weird, yeah. messed up life, love triangle. Yeah. And that's why it works, and that's why it's so brilliant. Oh, yeah. And, like- and yeah, they're both, they're both chasing after the same dream, but they know that if the other guy you know, achieves it, they'll have to kill him. Yeah. So oh, it's almost so, oh, yeah, it's so great. And like Tom King was like a former like FBI agent. I was reading in like one of his. I was listening to a podcast wow. I, that I did not know. I, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, actually, he was like a, a, a former like FBI agent, and yeah. then he like jumped into like clerks. <laughs> there you go. And he's like he did like uh, I forget he he did a few like creator owned comics, and then like they said, hey, you want to try out. <laughs> uh, well, no, I think he did the he did the uh, Grayson C- comics. CIA okay. operatives, that's our friend yeah, FM Quanzo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! Because I was going to say, operative. excuse me, Doctor Lecter, can I ask you a few questions? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, Tom King. Yeah. And oh, throw in that Batman with in your love. cheap shoes Bat- and your good purse. <laughs> Batman's great. in love too. Throw that in. Throw that in the mix too. Batman's oh, in love. Fly away, little king. Fly away. Fly, <laughs> what fly, what fly, do you fly. got? Darth Vader number Darth two. Darth Vader number two. Ooh. Uh Charles Soul. Is uh, now everyone who listens to this show knows my love for the Vader Marvel comic that came out, yeah, l- the, uh, nigh on this past three years, yeah, three years ago it was uh, twenty five issues. Uh, this that spanned the gap. It it told you how Vader rose in power because mm-hmm. you saw him as um, the Emperor's lapdog from The New Hope. And how did he get so powerful between A New Hope yeah, and like, Empire? They right. know his name across the galaxy. Right. So. Well, especially, especially with the uh-huh. Death Star blowing up. He kind of uh-huh. screwed up. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. That was, and, he kind of fucked up. And even Palpatine's like, you're the only one left to suffer my wrath. So 
So here, here we are in uh, Vader number two. He is, he's been sent on a quest by the Emperor. Mm-hmm. He said, Do you, uh, the Emperor explained something, which is seminal in um, the Star Wars lore. All Sith users have um, a lightsaber that glows red. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Oh. Whereas other Force users, uh-huh. like Jedi, specifically the Jedi, um, whenever they use a... Um, a lightsaber. It's it's multicolored, like you know, Mace Windu purple. Yeah, green, Luke was blue, green. Blue. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's because the Kyber crystal is alive yeah. for every specific Force user. Um, it reflects mm-hmm. their personality. Mm-hmm. However, for a Sith, they have to actually um, conquer a Jedi. Take his. This is the way of the Sith. Take his lightsaber and make it bleed. Wow. How weird is that? And that's that? why it's red. That's why it's wow. red. Wow. So every and they can't craft their own. It has to be taken in combat. Much like um wands in Harry Potter. Uh-huh. This is really cool. And I love the fact that that's, you know, how this goes. Oh, yeah, wow. so when we last left off, uh Emptor stranded Vader on a on a planet and it was like, "Go, go get your saber." Yeah. Go, go find there. your saber. Go get your saber. <laughs> go get your saber. Go home and get your shine box. Yes. It's like, all right. Well, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, actually, the um, the emperor said, I- I've left you a I left your ride down there. Oh, it's been stolen? Oh, yeah, go get it be- back. So, so It, it oh, does. It man. sucks to be you. You have no, um, no weapon? You're a weapon. Go find your strength. Go get and it. That's what he's... This is it. And this is uh, directly after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. So he's a little traumatized. Lost his lost his wife. Lost his kids. Oh man! Got his, his got got all burned up on uh, on yeah. whatever that planet was. Uh, uh, oh my god! That was uh, Mustafar. Mustafar, yeah. Lost an arm and a leg, literally. Right. <laughs> both <laughs> lost Goodness. both his arms. Yeah, and both oh, yeah, his legs. Yeah. Right. Um, trouble breathing. You know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What seared lungs? Yeah. Things are look. Things are looking. And lost his hair. Yeah. That beautiful, beautiful. Hated Christensen hair. It's like, oh man, that's just too homoerotic, even for us, man. Um, <laughs> oh, but he's, he's like, but we, you have the greatest gift that could ever uh, be with the Sith Lord. Uh, the gift hate. of the gift of hate, hate, and the oh, gift grief. of pain. Pain. Oh wow! I give you pain. It's good stuff. Well, that that makes sense with the lightsabers, like. Because J.J. Abrams said there was a reason for Kylo Ren's lightsaber that yeah. it's kind of it's like he's like it's it's a little unstable his gotcha. lightsaber yeah, of course and he like made a big I'm like why is he going on about this lightsaber I'm like oh because yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like there's like it's like really unstable and like even if you watch it it's like it's like shaking and like mm-hmm. flitter, flickering a lot that's why the the mm-hmm. hilt um, is like you hear it like sizzling yeah. right yeah. yeah. Next up. Yeah, X-Men Ooh. Gold, number six. Yes. When we last left off. Ooh. Gambit. Gambit screwed up, uh, got, yeah. uh, released a bunch of nanites. Wow, uh, Gambit screwed Melded up. with uh, Sentinels. They, be- they became sentient. Uh, they, 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 uh, they're destroying New York, and uh, they can't be brought down because uh, you take out one, then they learn how you took them out, and they adapt oh to it. Oh, my God. finally something that will uh, adapt. Yes, so uh, they're getting they're fighting a very a very much a losing battle, oh, and the man. only one that can save them is Rachel Gray, who Rachel Gray yes, <laughs> who can can stop them, but does she want to? She has seen what happens to uh, you know her, her predecessors, uh-huh. 
her uh, her her blood predecessors, or maybe not so blood, but um, Nate Gray uh, from the Apocalypse timeline. Yeah, Jean Gray, um, Phoenix was yeah. killed. Right. So yeah, she uh, she's afraid of her power, but yeah, but yeah. it's the only way that she can stop these. So that's the struggle in this issue. Mm. Does she? You know, d- does she? Does she does, stay or does she that, go? Pretty now? much. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like that, that's much, it, you know, to she, be or not to be type of stuff. Is it destined? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Read, read this and find out. Our friend Gotham Citizen on Twitch, Mike asks, uh, do you have any copies of <laughs> X-Men Gold number one left? Nine. Nine. Uh, nine. No, we're we uh, completely sold out. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Buckaroo. I even brought back X-Men. copies from Scotland. You did. And we sold out. So Jeez. They didn't have the. They didn't pull the issues from Scotland, so I tried to like, grab them. We don't consider casual racism a no. problem over here in Scotland. No, they didn't. They are just like, hey, we, we let you form your own opinions. So I grabbed a stack wow. from there, and I brought them back. So. Goodness gracious. <laughs> when yeah, we sorry. were over there. Yeah, but we sold out. Sorry, brother. Or sister, I don't. Gotham Citizen could be a woman too. Okay, so. that's true. Could be. <laughs> could be. Could be. Right, What's your last, last book here? Pick is Peter Parker: The Spectacular Spider-Man Number One. Um, not the first Spider-Man Number One that we've seen in the past couple of years. No, I mean, well, like, like last couple eighty-six, <laughs> couple weeks, last, last January, week maybe. Weeks. However, this is the first time we've seen Peter Parker: The Spectacular Spider-Man Number One in uh, a very long time, and this brings. Um, Anyone who's been reading, amazing, and I know you have. Yes. Um, you, you even called him a poor man's Tony Stark. <laughs> well, like, I gotcha. Just, I don't like when it. you go up three octaves, that's when you... <laughs> well, a, literally, like, he's poor, so yes. He's a billionaire now, and, like, Spider-Man is his, uh, what's it called, his bodyguard? Right. You know, like, that was lots of Iron Man stuff from the 80s and 90s. Actually, the 60s and 70s, they're going way back. So, yeah, this is, it is, but guess what? This is, it works. Yeah. It does work. It gives, uh, puts, lets him put a lid because he keeps losing his friggin' mask. He keeps mm-hmm. taking it off because I don't know why. why? Well, maybe it's uncomfortable. It probably is. And guess what? what? You're you're a genius. Make Figure it less it uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Put some Neil in there or something. Right. Okay. Uh, but this brings um, Peter back to the hood. He's mm-hmm. he's in New York, whereas in Amazing Spider-Man, he's globe hopping. This turns him into a friendly neighborhood. Spider-Man okay. So he's again. back. He's back so, in yeah. New York City. He gets to have like an adventure or two, and uh, we meet a couple of really cool new characters. He teams up with a couple of other characters, like Ant-Man doesn't save his bacon, but kind of steals his thunder a little bit. So I was like, that's pretty cool. That was very, very good. I love it. So record thumbs up. up, man. Awesome. Thumbs up. And women. Two thumbs up from my Two thumbs up, yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't pick books that suck, so. No, with all the wide selection we have here, we do not (laughs) pick books that suck. Uh, except if it's uh, Bugs Bunny meets uh, oh Legion, yeah, <laughs> meets, I don't uh, talk Bugs, about it. Bugs Bunny meets Legion, Legion of Superheroes, Legion yeah, of superheroes, yeah. Uh, that yeah, was I last tell you week. To steer clear of it. It's oh, that was man. oh wow. Um, he didn't like it, but so. I gotta go. All right, before gotta, we go, I did yes. want to. I wanted your gentleman's opinion on here. Uh, I, I wish your wife was still here. Um, the story that came out recently, Gal Gadot, yes, Wonder Woman, great movie, yeah. She's making a ton of money. Gal Gadot, her the, her salary was released for Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. To the figure of uh, three hundred thousand, pretty or decent. I would. I mean, you know, it's nothing to sneeze but, at. But but in comparison, you know, in in contrast to what it's made so far, it's pretty low. And uh, there was a story that implied that uh, uh, Henry Cavill for Superman got paid fourteen million. 
I have and, a, a thing, an answer for that. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> apparently, that number was debunked. Apparently, he did not get 14 million. Okay, Although they didn't say what he got. So, I'm, I'm but just... in comparison, it said uh, Robert Downey Jr. for the first Iron Man got uh, like three. Also got 300 thousand. Chris Evans got 200 thousand for the mm-hmm. first Captain America. Uh, Hemsworth got 150 thousand for the first Thor. So they're saying you make all your money in the sequels. For yeah. the first movie, they don't know, you know where they kind of don't know where it might go. Okay. You get a lower salary, mm-hmm. and later on, that's when you start cleaning. Are up. you West. asking? Do we think that it's sexist? Uh, it, that's what they were trying to get at. No. But uh, does no, that sound but, does that no, sound low to you? Absolutely. Well, I mean, when you in conjunction, what if it had tanked? What if it had been a Suicide Squad? Even though Suicide Squad made a, sh- how much did um Jared did Margo? Had- how much did uh, I, Margot I, I, I Robbie? Don't, I don't Robbie. have that figure. I am, I imagine it's let's let's somewhere around this Margot Robbie with her, and because I mean this is it's a breakout character, sure. And you're not, but unproven. You as true, of yet. but you also didn't hire her for her name. Like Gal Gadot was not hired because Gal Gadot is a uh, a household name. Will Smith was hired for. Mm-hmm. To play Deadshot, which is the worst casting I've ever thought of. <laughs> Let's we'll save the world. <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, and this is, it's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If, can't you have a character who's black be a character who's black and a character who's created white be a character who's created white? Does that not make sense to you? Let's make more black characters. If yeah. that's, if, if the, if that's what, and this is going to sound really weird, but if that's what the market will bear, which I think it will. Because, I mean, everybody loved The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yeah. Everybody loved Independence Day, right? Yeah. These are two strong black characters that were, not, I can't say created for the movies, although for Independence Day it was, and The Pursuit of Happiness was, you know, based on a true story. Yeah. Right? Actually, well, like, a hilarious thing is for both Independence Day and Men in Black, they were seeking out Chris O'Donnell. Like at the time, <laughs> yeah, no, okay, like, like, what? What did he have an unlisted phone number? Is well, that yeah, what like, happened? Chris O'Donnell was up and coming, and like uh, sure. Men in Black was supposed to be Clint Eastwood and Chris O'Donnell. Okay, and like Will Smith was still at the time, like they they were both like competing. Right, for, he like, was partners, still climbing. You know? yeah. but still, like I think I love Will Smith, but he wouldn't have been like my first choice for for that part. for Men in Black. Oh no no for for uh for for the role of of Deadshot right. oh like, sure it's like happy go lucky cuddly guy playing like the deadliest assassin yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have a guy who doesn't give a shit whether he lives or not and that's yeah. I think that's part of the the deal so exactly I'm, I just wanted so, your opinion like, on that so because even if they like change it like the, the race I care more about like like what's his name um. Uh, like Lawrence Fishburne is is Perry White, and you know Perry White is supposed to be like an Irish uh, g- guy, and but I'm like I'm like oh that's like that's that's good casting because I can still see him like I can picture him being like this like hard Gruff. firm like editor of of a of a big like the widest news company in like America yeah. like yeah I, I can see him like pulling it off like if but I think they said oh Will Smith should be Batman I'm like I'm like no <laughs> yeah, right. not not because not because he's black because I, he's like there, there needs to be a certain amount of like focus and like gravitas to be that 
guy. <laughs> yeah, and you, you can know? you can have a black Batman. Yeah. Um, why not? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, um, oh, what the hell was that? Oh, uh, like on Thirty Rock when they had they were talking about Black Fraser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So big on BET. So like, like I can see it. Like it's all about you know the, the like the the execution of it. Because um, I think even Bendis he was telling a story about like how he first came up with like a Nick like the new Nick Fury like mm-hmm. the ultimate Nick Fury. And I think when they were first doing the Ultimate Universe, he said, hey, what if Captain America was, like, black? And, like, Marvel said, no. They said, what if Spider-Man was, like, half black and half Hispanic? Wink, wink. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no. He says, okay, what if Nick Fury was, like, Will Smith or, like, Samuel L. Jackson? Oh, they liked it. Yeah, and they, like, perked up. And, like, it just, I don't know, that just made sense. (laughs) All right, just wanted to get your opinion on, uh... Oh, but for the Wonder... I'm sorry. And and Hollywood salaries. Yeah, uh, you know what? She's gonna gonna make the money. Oh, yeah, for the she'll make it but like keep in mind that Gal Gadot she's her credits are two Fast and Furious movies where she didn't really have any lines a guest spot no a co-star part on Entourage where she didn't have any lines and like her biggest part was in Fast and Furious where she's in it for like 10 minutes and then she's Wonder Woman so she's been in like a few movies yeah in small roles and not like she's like the lead or the star but she's been in small supporting right. roles so, and then she's wonder woman boom so, like, so yeah, she, i think she hit right out of the game exactly and henry cavill's been on tv he's been doing television and like supporting roles and like he did a woody allen movie sure and he's been doing television for like the last decade and he was up for uh christian bell's part in batman begins and he was up for james bond so he's like so crazy he's got a little cred oh yeah and okay. he, he had a fan base before man of steel right so like that that's why I, if his money was was bigger, it's I think that's because he was on the Tudors, for like, <laughs> like a, gold, a Golden Globe nominated show for right. like six years, and he's on the radar to be. He was then he did like a Bruce Willis movie where he was the lead part in a Bruce Willis movie. So that that's how I feel. Right, but she'll make more money for the oh, sequel. Yeah. Oh like yeah, her I, and I'm, Patty Jenkins are getting paid. Yeah, they they they, <laughs> they can be hurting so. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, my friend David, thank you very much for Thanks, coming David. on. Thank you for uh, having yeah, me, everyone. Harry, Harry Tubman, you. Demon Slayer. Yes. Get it. Follow, uh, what's your social media again? Just uh, uh, Instagram is dcrownson, Twitter is dcrownson, and I'm on Facebook as David Crownson. Nice. Yes. All right. Look them up. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mike. So, thank you, Ming. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Mike and Ming. Yes. And <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening.
And it's not because I'm making con look like 